0: hello and welcome to the wild and free mamas podcast we are your hosts and trip leaders morgan and sarah we are here to bring you stories of courage boldness adventure and hope and
1: we hope that they inspire us all to live braver lives devoted to jesus
0: hello and welcome to the wild and free mamas podcast i'm sarah and i'm morgan we're so glad you're here we are so excited to recap our July Adventure Retreat. Morgan, what did we do? We went rappelling down a 200-foot
1: waterfall. This is my favorite trip of the year. We did it last year as well. And ah, uh, it's just so much adrenaline, so much beauty. Like you are rappelling in the waterfall. There's moss all around you. It's so magical. I love it so much.
0: It is very exciting. But before we get to that, let's chat about our campsite. We stayed at a brand new campground this year um, called Cold Springs Base Camp, and I absolutely loved it. I am not too big on the public campgrounds. I know that that's what we have to do most of the time, but I really like the private ones.
1: And this is an interesting tension between me and Sarah because I particularly like public campgrounds. I particularly like state campgrounds and national forest campgrounds and stuff like that. And so, it's always an interesting um an interesting dynamic trying to find something that works well for both of us. And this one was amazing. Sarah actually found this place last minute. Um it is do you remember the name of the town it's in, Sarah? Zirconia? Zirconia, North Carolina. That's right. That's right. So it's um it's off the beaten path. It's private property. This is their first year in business, and this guy has put in two really giant, beautiful creekside um, campsites. But he also has three um, kind of AT style uh, shelters that are they're enclosed on three sides and they have a roof, but one side is open. And inside those shelters, he's got some beds built in. He's got like this giant battery that you can plug your phones up to. Pretty lights, solar lights everywhere. He has done such an amazing job. And Sarah, I am so glad that you
0: found this place last minute. We were able to get it switched. Me too. I wish we could use this place for every trip. Not possible, but I highly recommend it. So we are huge fans of Cold Spring Base Camp. Um, You can check them out on Instagram. I'll try and link it. I still haven't been able to figure out the show notes. I wish I could be cool and say, we'll link it in the show notes. But to be honest, guys, I still haven't figured out how to do that. But maybe I will link it in the show notes. (laughs) We'll be fancy one day. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Okay. So we all met at Cold Spring Base Camp. And then we hiked Little Bradley Falls. So we rappelled down Big Bradley. um, But on Saturday, our first day, we hiked Little Bradley Falls. And this was an interesting hike. Tell us why, Morgan.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So it's actually, it's a super easy hike. It's only, it's just shy of two miles. You know, it was going to be easy peasy, um, a good way to start off the trip um, and still get to go play in a waterfall. But the closer we got right there, I don't know. I don't know. I'm bad at distance, but maybe, maybe a tenth of a mile, maybe two tenths of a mile from the waterfall, we all kind of got hit in the face with this really strong smell at first i thought it was um spray paint it was not spray paint it was gas so as we got closer beautiful hike but as we got closer and closer to the waterfall it was like that smell was so strong um we got down to the little swimming hole at the base of the fall i mean it was really beautiful (laughs) we got down to the swimming hole at the base of the fall and there was like gas on the surface of the water um didn't stop a couple of us from going in because sometimes we're dumb and we work really hard to get to a pretty spot and we want to go into the pretty spot but nobody like completely submerged themselves or anything we were all a little bit weirded out by it we stayed there for probably 20 minutes and just kind of enjoyed the view but then we had to get going because people were starting to get headaches so we get back down to the bottom of the trail and there's a sign (laughs) It was really small, we did not see it on our way in. But there's a sign that says, hey guys, this trail is closed because two days ago there was an overturned um, tanker, like a gas truck on the interstate. I don't know how many miles away. I mean, you're not, this hike is not right on the interstate. But anyway, the gas got into this river and um, yeah, that entire area was closed. So, oops, sorry guys.
0: Yeah, that was so wild because I was, I wanted to like, it was super hot. I wanted to get all the way in the water and I got down there and saw that film and I was like, oh my gosh.
1: I know it It was, um, it was really crazy to see. I've never seen that. I mean, I've been hiking my whole life and I've never seen anything like that. So this must've been a really severe situation. It was really sad. There was like um, dead crawdads in the bottom. Like it was really sad. There was definitely an economic, economic, wrong word. Hold on ecological there we go found it (laughs) ecological impact um it was really really sad but they uh they had done a lot they had put in a bunch of like little um barriers in the river to try to filter out as much gas as they could and it was really only that little section like uh when we repelled the next day big bradley is actually downstream from little bradley um But there was absolutely no gas smell down there. I mean, like I said, at the beginning of the trail, I mean, you start on the water, you start at the river, um, and there was no smell down there either. So it was just this one little section,
0: but it was really, really sad. So after that, we went back to the campsite. And one thing we really loved about this trip is just the slower pace that we had on Saturday. We had a lot of chill time at the campground, and I really loved that. So we came back, and we played some games. Morgan started on dinner. Yeah, it would not have been as
1: wonderful, though, if we had not been at Cold Spring. (laughs) Like, if we had been um, at, there's this one particular campground that I really love that I will not name because we're going to use it again, Sarah, Uh, but... We we were there earlier this year and we were in a part of the campground that I've never been in. It was not ideal. The campsites were really close together. Um, like if we had been there and had lots of downtime, it would not have been as much fun. But because Cold Spring is set up the way it is, there's very few people there with you. He has a little waterfall on the property that we were able to hike up to. Um, it was just a really fun place to hang out and chill. Yeah, I totally agree. I wish we could do that every trip.
0: I know. It was really special. So one of the things – I just want to give Morgan a shout out. One of the amazing things about Morgan is that she loves cooking for our mamas. It's just one of the ways that she loves to serve others. And so she's making dinner, doing what she does over the fire, being an amazing outdoorsy woman, and it starts to downpour. It was a gully washer. <laughs> a gully washer.
1: <laughs> but – remember- there was so much rain. It was wild.
0: So it's all wild. of us women, we ran under the canopy because fortunately um, we put up the canopy and Morgan just stays out in the rain with her little pink, cute rain jacket on making a <laughs> roasted squash. <laughs> yeah, I had, um, I have a, a grate that
1: I'll set up over the fire if there's no, you know, some campgrounds, like obviously we've talked about how this is a private campground, but some um, some other campgrounds have those little swing arm thingies that go over the fire and it's a little grate that's built into the firing. This place didn't have that so I brought my own grate and I had the grate set up over the fire with some tin foil over it. The really thick stuff um, over the top of the grate and then I had either you know the squash or the kebabs whatever it was that I was cooking at that time on top of that and I am actually really shocked at how well that kept our fire going. I, as soon as it started downpouring, I covered up the wood. I threw a bunch of, um, like the, our pile of wood there that I was drawing from. I threw a bunch of extra small pieces under the grate just to try to feed the fire. Um, and man, I almost burned myself. It was, I had crispy chicken and squash
0: coming off of the fire in a downpour. It was wild. It was so good too. And it was fun to eat family style under that canopy. It was fun. Yeah. Those were amazing kebabs. I don't know. Did you do homemade Italian dressing or something magical? Yeah. I usually um,
1: marinate stuff in, you know, store-bought Italian dressing, but this time I made my own. It was really yummy.
0: This past weekend, we talked about surrender. That was our theme. Um, And so we just want to recap a little bit and share with you guys what we chatted about. I think that life with Jesus requires surrender. And so often I think that thought is scary because of what we think we may need to give up. I think that a lot of times we're afraid of what Jesus may ask us for, but the reality is anything we are refusing to give up is something we love more than Jesus. And those things lead to bondage. And Jesus calls us to surrender for our freedom Mm -hmm. because he is better. and what he has for us is so much better than anything we could hold on to. Um, there's also the surrender of letting go of the outcome. I know in my life, I've prayed praise of surrender so that God will do it my way so that God will um, give me that house or restore that relationship or do th- just do things the way I want. And you know, sometimes he does. Sometimes things do work out the way we hoped. but, when our faith is in the outcome and not in the father, like we're just going to be, we're going to be rocked every single time. And so getting to the place where we can surrender the outcome and put our faith fully in God, um, we become unshakable. So it doesn't matter what life throws at us. Uh, We know that the Lord is in control and works all things for, for our good. And I think that um, as we grow in the lord surrendering that outcome is just is what the lord will call us to the deeper we go with him what were your thoughts thoughts morgan
1: yeah i um this was such a sweet devo i really loved it um something that i really felt as as i was prepping for this devo something that i really felt the lord speaking to me was that um a lot of the times the thing that god is asking me to surrender the things that I'm I'm white knuckling that I'm holding on to and I want to I want to keep. I'm like, "No, no, no, God, we're good. I'm going to keep following you, but I'm going to hold on to this thing." Maybe it's not necessarily some giant, you know, overt sin, uh but it's it's my comforts. It's things that I'm allowing myself to rest in that are not Jesus. Um it's I mean, you I've been really honest with you guys about like my podcast binges and <laughs> stuff like that. It's um you know, so for, for some people it is, it's, it's Netflix binges for some people. It's food for some, I mean, we have, we all have our own things. Um, for me particularly, it is, um, it's that inability to be with my own thoughts. It's the inability to, um, to sit in quiet because, um, because I'm afraid of what the Lord is saying. I'm afraid of what he's asking me to do. Um, and the comforts that, that I take refuge in, that's me hiding from what God is asking me to do that is scary and hard. It's, you know, the fun things. Okay, let's start a ministry. Let's go do this thing. Let's let's bring dinner to the people next door. Those are easy things for me. But um, forgiveness in particular, um, that's really hard and scary and it's something I don't want to do. But it's where the Lord's asking me to go. And if I'm not willing to respond to him, then I'm not actually following him. If I'm white knuckling my I wouldn't call it offense, but if I'm white knuckling, well, yeah, no, I would call it offense. If I'm white knuckling my um my justification in the way that I feel, then I'm not following Jesus because I can't hold on to that and follow him. When God speaks, nature has to respond. It, it, we see this throughout all creation, Lazarus being raised from the dead, bodies being healed all throughout Jesus's ministry. If we ask God to speak into our lives and there's going to be change and a Christian who isn't being transformed is a Christian who's not listening and I don't want to be in that category. And so um, I really feel the Lord calling me in particular to stop white knuckling um, some things that it's just not a fun conversation to have with him. Um, But I feel very convicted. I felt very convicted by this particular Devo. So thank you so much for sharing it, Sarah.
0: Whoa, I just got to say love for a minute. What did you say? That a, a Christian who is not being transformed is not listening? Yep, That's good. Yeah, I think as we continue to learn what it means to live braver lives devoted to Jesus, we realize that following Jesus is not about a life of comfort. And that is so countercultural. Um, like following Jesus is a great adventure and we love talking about it in that way. But it also isn't always about our comfort and, and surrendering that. And just knowing that, that, like, like I said, like surrendering, surrender, surrendering unforgiveness, surrendering the offense, man, we want to do that because on the other side of obedience is so much more than we could ever imagine. God has so much more for us. if We just really can walk in the truth of his word and, and just really walk like we believe that he is good and he has good Mm -hmm. things for us. So yeah. So let's chat real quick about the waterfall, trek and rappel. Um, This, I got to tell you, Morgan, I don't know if I told you this, but I was really scared this time. I don't know. I, yeah. What I got in my head about it. I was, you know, hanging down the waterfall, looking at my harness going, wow, this is what's holding me up. And I just like totally got in my head. I mean, don't get me wrong, it was still super fun. And I actually think, I don't know if you were watching me the whole time, but I think my rappel looked pretty awesome.
1: You I'm You just were gonna, so. For you looked amazing. I was like
0: really, I was really proud of myself. I'm like, I look so professional right now. But yeah, I was I was more scared hanging down the waterfall. I don't know.
1: Oh, that's so interesting. I wonder why that was. I um I will say once you so this this waterfall, Big Bradley is amazing. So you go down I'm really bad with distances, but I want to say, Sarah, you go down, you rappel like 50 feet down, and then there's this ledge, and on this ledge is this little, like a pool. And the guides are always like, yeah, you'll be able to stand up and, and wade across the pool. You cannot stand up and wade across the pool. You'll swim across the pool. Um, what is it? Maybe 20 feet? Ugh, again, distances are hard. But, so you wade across this pool, and then you get on the ledge, the next ledge, and then you're going to go down the other 150 feet of this waterfall. And all of a sudden you have to decide again, if you trust your harness (laughs) and decide again, if you trust the rope to keep you from certain death (laughs) in that moment, you're not standing right next to a guide or right next to a big group of mamas who are cheering you on. You are on your own on the face of a cliff, like standing in a waterfall about to lower yourself down over the edge. And it is that is a particularly scary moment um i don't know i like my stomach always drops but it's oh my goodness it's so much fun i love the adrenaline i love the um well okay i've trusted it this far i guess i'm going to trust it again it's kind of you know there's some parallels there to our walk with with the lord you know if i've trusted him this far he's calling me into this scary thing that i don't want to do he hasn't dropped me yet let's trust him again
0: yeah, I don't want to overstate anything here, but I feel like everyone that does this walks the way different. I think like exactly what you described changes everyone a little bit. Um, going off that ledge, initially you've got women cheering for you. And like you said, you have the guide. But then going off that second ledge, you can't even see anyone. You can't see the people at the bottom. You can't see the, pe- the people at the top. And I just think as scary as this is, you know, this adventure can be and how much we have to overcome to, to get down that waterfall, it really changes something inside of you. Um, and I love, I love seeing that. I love seeing the women get to the bottom and be like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that.
1: I agree. I was at the bottom. I went down first so that I could, um, get some gofro, go go, go GoPro footage <laughs> of, um, of the women as they came down. And so I got to be there and like hug every woman as she came off the wall and just the 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 joy on their faces was so much fun because like you said they they have just done something that they didn't they didn't know if they could do but they tried anyway and so there's just it's just a really special moment and I was really glad I got to be a part of that I love that. So then we Me started too. we had lunch and we started on our waterfall
0: trek. You want to talk about that? Yeah, so this is so much fun. We rappel down the, the waterfall. And then the only way out really, unless you want to like climb up the mountain, is to go through the creek. So we do a two-mile creek hike. And we're jumping over boulders and sliding down rocks. It is – you just feel like a kid again. I think everybody was just so giddy. We were laughing, playing. This one – okay, my favorite, my favorite part of the whole thing was we go down a rock or two. And the guide is like, watch this. And she just slides on her belly on some rocks behind a waterfall. She reminded me of like, do you remember that game, the penguin game where like the penguins was like slide down the slide? I don't know. I don't remember that game, but that's an obscure reference, but that's what she looked like. She just slid on her belly on these rocks behind a waterfall and disappeared and then popped out like through the waterfall. We were all just like, no way. Oh my word. Are we going to do this? Every single woman did it. Every single woman slid on their belly behind the waterfall. I just thought that was so cool.
1: Yeah, we even had a couple of mamas who um, struggle with tight spaces, like would never have gone on our spelunking trip. But they were like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. And they, they went in. You go in kind of like at an angle on the side, and then you shoot out the front. And then you don't get your feet underneath you. And then you go down another little tiny little slide. And it's, oh my goodness, it was so much fun. I The video of me doing that. Haven't shown it to you yet, Sarah, but I am laughing like I'm five years old. It is so much fun, and that, the thing, the other thing that makes it so much fun, I think, the waterfall trek is that nobody has their phones with them. Nobody has anything that they're worried about. Like I, most of the women even left their watches in the car because um, they didn't want to risk losing them in the water, and because that, that that's happened before. <laughs> um, and so every nobody's worried about anything. You can just. Take a deep breath. You can relax. You can enjoy the moment that you're in instead of having to worry about phones or car keys or kids whose feet are tired and they're getting whiny and they need snacks. You can just be in the moment and enjoy just the beauty. You can enjoy the beauty.
0: Man, it's so much fun. You guys should come on this trip next year. I know. I was just going to say, there's so many women that are like, no, I could never do that. And I know we've talked about this trip a lot on this podcast. And I just want to say, just sign up for this trip. Like you are going to be fine. I know it seems like it goes against nature to trust rope and harnesses, but you, I promise you will be fine and you will be so glad that you did this adventure. So just, just come, just sign up. You can do it. If I can do it, you can do it.
1: Just come. One person I want to give a special shout out to is our uh, co-leader for this trip, Mandy. Mandy was amazing. She, um, You guys know, if you have been around for a bit, that this year we have co-leaders coming on every trip with us. So it's me and Sarah and then an extra person who has been to our leadership weekend and trained with us, and they're there to facilitate extra conversation, to show up really well for the mamas around them. Um, And Mandy knocked it out of the park, don't you think?
0: Yes. I am so grateful for Mandy. Thank you, Mandy. She did an amazing job of supporting us and supporting the women, so Yep. We're grateful for the ladies that have come alongside us in this way.
1: Yeah, our our team's the best.
0: Next month, what are we doing, Sarah? Ooh, what are we doing? We are going whitewater rafting. Yes. Another favorite of ours. So we're, we're doing, doing a different ra- river. Do what? We're doing a different river this year.
1: Yes, we're going to go raft the Okoe, which this is the first time we've done that one. We did the Chattuga the past two years, um, and I love the Chituga, but we just wanted a little something different. So we're going to do the Okoe. We are all booked up. Our last ticket just sold yesterday, and so the trip is sold out. I cannot
0: wait! It's going to be so much fun. I know, and you know, this one's really exciting. We we typically have people coming from different states, like that's not new, but we have a couple women coming from quite far—one from Texas and Mississippi. So we're excited to um, have those ladies and expand our reach a little bit in other parts of the country.
1: Yeah, I think it's gonna so be- if you. So if you haven't come because we just seem too far away, you should come anyway. It'll be, a, right. it'll be a great time. Give us a shout. We'll try to help you work out lodgings and airport stuff and whatever you need because we want you to come and be fun.
0: Well, that's all we have for you this time, folks. Thanks for joining us, friends. We really appreciate you. Thanks, guys. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Hey friends, thank you so much for listening to the Wild and Free Mamas podcast. If you're enjoying it, will you take five seconds to rate us? This will help us grow the podcast and will help us grow the ministry. We appreciate you so much.